I'm just sense. off the rails at this point. I have no idea what's happening. Are we joking or not joking? Do <laughs> <laughs> we never know? Previously in the Brotherverse. Did you actually do it? Is that the talisman? Yep. As far as I know. I'd like you to meet Iser and May. Iser takes the book. This other page is curious. It's in Abyssal. There is tell of the lost city of Zomtal. A darkness, a blackness engulfing it right before it disappeared. Maybe it's the Talisman of Darkness. We need some time to decipher this message. We'll call you when you're needed. Is there is there like a running track? Room enough for us to race Grim. Whoever's the winner, you have to build a new bird ship based on our likeness. Grim pulls out a needle and injects himself with it. Yeah. I think the one rule was no juicing. <laughs> Grim is like five feet from the finish line. Let's shake and, and bake. bake. I grab Yenry. You just whip Yenry and he gets his chest across the finish line first. I can't believe you got me. God damn, you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> listener welcome back to the brotherverse this is dylan uh before we get started a quick little thing you might remember something that went a little like this from the last episode um how does 100 platinum sound as your first reward whoa i've never even had that metal before i don't even know what that means that sounds just dandy to me perfect uh we'll have it delivered to your rooms uh tonight I had my pencil all ready to write down 100 platinum. Yeah. <laughs> right. Guess I'll have to wait a little longer. I'm going to need to yeah. get a bigger wallet. <laughs> well, we never did write it down, so we forgot that we had all that money. So if later on in this episode you're thinking, why do they say that they have no money? That's why. So probably would have been more useful to actually write it down. We'll be sure to do it in the future. Anyway, enjoy the episode. So... You guys had a big old wacky race last night, and you went and crashed in the barracks of the Valkyrie. It is now morning. The sun is shining through the porthole windows of your your bunk rooms, and you're feeling invigorated, and you're feeling great, and it is time to level up to level four! (laughs) What? What a great sleep. I feel partially stronger and stuff. Yay. (laughs) feel so empowered by beating Grimm at that race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He's got that lactic acid buildup. You've got some strength. <laughs> exactly. I PR'd. <laughs> yeah, you PR'd. <laughs> Yesterday I felt like a three. Today I feel like a four. <laughs> yeah, which is surprising because you're probably concussed. I guess. Oh, yeah, wait a second. Morning. Am I still... I'm still, like, dead, right? No, you're, if you're I just, s- like, we're unconscious. You're, you're, you're okay again. Okay, okay. You had a very yeah. long sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I just How long that. have I been out for? Uh, just a normal amount of time. It's been like eight hours. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. I have grown a beard, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, so we're leveling up to level four. Uh, let's start with Orc. Let's, uh, let's hear what your cool new stuff is. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. Uh, I get ability score improvement, and that is it. <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah i think so i'm still plus two proficiency bonus i'm still three rages plus two rage damage 
Nothing else fancy. You do get some health, though, on top of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, oh. one D something plus something. Oh, yeah, crap. I think it's a, 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 D, a D12 plus your <laughs> constitution modifier. It might help if I had something with which to roll. You don't have any dice? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... What are you doing? You got this is like one of no the two dice. things you have to bring to this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just realized what game we're playing. <laughs> yeah, it's literally you need like your brain and dice, and that's it. <laughs> it's a good thing we live in the 21st century. I, I and think I apps brought for everything. Yeah, I get that those. dice app. Hold on, I might know where they are. Oh, the great! Orc is sleeping in. He'll wake up momentarily. Okay, well, let's just move on to someone else for now. Also, he gets one d12 every time he gets more. I have one d6. Yeah, I yeah have, he's a yep. beast. Linger. I'm gonna linger behind him by a lot. Forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you're probably going to be at least half his yeah. health. On, yeah. Statistically, you will have half his health the entire game. <laughs> statistically, yes. Okay, cool. so who right. should go since Orc. Uh... Oh, I'm awake. Oh, I'm here. Oh, God. There he is. With a tiny oh, he just. Bag. What's that idea? Yeah. Orc is waking up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound. <laughs> and he's grinding his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Brains rattling around as it's jumping yeah. into gear. <laughs> All right, Orc, you want to roll that D12? We're all at the edge of our seats. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) 11. 11? 11? Nice. So it's 11 plus your constitution modifier. You add that onto your health. Okay. Uh, 14. Oh, my gosh. Oh, damn. Yeah, you got a plus three. So I'm up to... Yeah, Ryan, you're going to be lagging behind him hard. I'm up to 45. Meet you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so with that, um, let's move on to Yenry. Wait, what ability score improvements did he do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what did you pick? I, let's see. Is your is your strength ability, is that maxed out at uh, 20? 20's max, right? Yeah. No, it's at 18 right now, so I could max it out. You could max it out. And is that plus five, then? Yeah. Oh, man. And you're a strength-based fighter. Seems like I should do that. I don't use this other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs charisma and intelligence and wisdom? Let's do it. Don't worry. Wise old sorcerer. The the one other thing is your AC, your armor class, isn't it dexterity that makes up your armor class? Yeah, for Chris, it's different because he has unarmored defense as a barbarian. Oh, right, the naked thing. Oh, yeah, it's it's a 10 plus your dexterity modifier plus your constitution modifier as a barbarian. Okay, oh. so constitution or dexterity could help your AC if you want. All right, yeah, I'd probably want to do that. So okay. I'll, add, I'll add one to my constitution because that'll bring it up to 18 and make it plus what? four, right? Yeah, yeah dang. Well. And, then, and then I'll go ahead and pop the other one on. I guess I'll add it to intelligence. I'm at an 11 and 0 on that. <laughs> get a little bit smart. <laughs> a little yeah. bit smarter. His brain grew right. two sizes that day. Maybe I'll remember the dice next time. Yeah. <laughs> Life hack. Sweet. So, Ta-da. yeah. Uh, Leveled up. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Dylan, let's hear from Yenry. Yeah. So, Yenry gets also an ability score improvement. Um, but additionally, he gets uh, one extra cantrip, and one extra third or second level spell slot, and one extra learned spell. So for my ability cool. improvements, 
I'm definitely raising my charisma because that's what I cast spells with, uh, and I was at an odd Solid number choice. So I'm pushing that up to plus three at sixteen. So all that permeates. Oh to damn, good that's all. That's spells. you had plus two for charisma before. Yeah, I don't know. And why that's your spell casting modifier. Yeah, yeah. That that seems it's bad. Real low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for that uh, being your main thing. But then I can't decide whether I want to push up my constitution or my strength because my strength is negative two. But it also seems eh. very appropriate to Yenry to have really shitty strength. So if I I'm playing, that, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm playing to the character. I should just keep it shitty. Um, cool. I'll push up my intelligence. I think though. All right. Because that has been at zero this whole time, and I just feel like that doesn't fit Yenry. Yeah, he seems like a pretty clever dude. He tries to be witty and stuff. So yeah. let's push up to twelve, and then I get tries. a plus one. He tries. Right. Tries real hard. <laughs> But alas, he's uh, a zero. Yeah. yeah. Just a poser. Um, and then, yeah, I get a couple new spells and whatnot. Beyond that, I don't really uh, get anything cool. Lay, lay those spells down on us. Well, I want to keep some of them in my back pocket for exciting exposition down the line. Uh, but just uh, give I'll, us a little taste. I'll, just I'll a, tell give a little <laughs> spell taste. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, so my cantrip, I think I'm going to pick Mage Hand, because that just seems really useful. You can, like, move mm-hmm. shit across the room. And uh, so now you have unseen servant and mage hand. Yeah, Sweet. but one of them I have to make a real person. The other one I can just cast at any time. Yeah. But they are they 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 do Venn diagram a bit. They overlap, but yeah, one's free. <laughs> they can uh, high five each other. Yeah, and then because I should probably be a better bard than I've been, uh, I'm gonna take <laughs> the spell enhance ability, which allows me to like touch a nearby creature and up their or give them advantage on like a set of things cool they have really cool names too so like i can choose bears endurance which gives the target uh advantage on constitution checks or i can choose bulls strength where they have advantage on strength checks there's also cat's grace eagle's splendor fox's cunning and owl's wisdom (laughs) so that'll be nice (laughs) i like all those that list could just go on forever it could (laughs) weasel's sneakiness All right, but yeah, that's all Yenry stuff. All right, well, let's move on to uh, poof. Poof time. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I also get an ability score thingy. Um, and I decided to put the two points on wisdom, so now my wisdom is plus three instead of plus two. Yours is only right? plus two as well? Mine was only plus two for wisdom, yeah. Oh, and, God. That, but that, and that's what you no wonder your spells right? kept failing i don't even know <laughs> i think it has something to do with my Shame. charisma maybe i should have raised my charisma <laughs> yeah sorcerers do use charisma uh no screw this i'm i'm taking it back <laughs> put in charisma that is a good i thought it was a good idea but yeah i want to do charisma up to 18 which gives me a four in charisma and then i'm gonna add it to my intelligence to get off of zero so that nice. is now a one. Spell attack bonus is now six. Spell save DC is 14. And this thing is four. Sweet. Uh, so I also rolled for more uh, hit points. I'm up to 27. And then I get two, <laughs> two spells. One cantrip oh. and one another spell. Man, you guys get so much stuff. I didn't say so, but <laughs> I also rolled for hit points, and I'm also at exactly 27. So that's oh. cool. Oh, wow. So you two put together are stronger than Chris. Ha! Just barely. <laughs> in in health only. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I also got another sorcery point. I'm at four sorcery points. That's pretty cute. Oh, that's nice. Um, and then, yeah, I, so I got True Strike, which is a cantrip, which is cool because it just works. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but what does it do? Uh, uh, it gives me brief insight into a target's defense. On my next turn, I gain advantage on attack roll. And then I also got a second level spell called Enlarge slash Reduce. <laughs> which en- allows me to enlarge and or reduce <laughs> things. <laughs> oh boy. How how big or small can the thing get? Well, if I enlarge it, it doubles in size and is eight times the weight. <laughs> Horrifying, heavy, or, okay. yeah. or it can be halved in size. Does it get eight times as light? Um, I don't know if it, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that would. Make I didn't. Sense. Re- I didn't read the whole paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave that as a. I got, I got the gist. Stopped after the enlarging part, and you're like, I don't need yeah. the rest of the spell. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It, it does uh, uh, when the thing is. Twice its size, it does one d four more damage. Anything? <laughs> it just yeah, could. yeah. What what can you enlarge or like literally anything? Yeah. <laughs> what? A creature or an object? You see within range. I can enlarge it, or it's a, and so I can yep. make I can make orc twice his size and eight times his weight, and <laughs> all of his, <laughs> and then uh, all of your weapons become bigger too. And you do one d four extra damage. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's or I can make you watch. really small, like a fairy, <laughs> <laughs> or like a, a Yenry. teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can make orc <laughs> like Yenry. <laughs> I can just bring one of you on the other one's level, so you can yeah. finally feel what it's yeah. like. <laughs> you can finally let me feel what it what it's like to be your size. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you get on my level. You get up here. <laughs> It's like, Puff, help me get on his level. And I'll, I'll make sure I start Pick speaking in a much lower voice size. when it happens. Yeah. 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 Henry is ready to fight. <laughs> Ooh. We'll have to have nicknames for him, too. Henry and, big Henry. and Yonry. And <laughs> <laughs> Mecha Yenry. Ultra Yenry. Giga Yenry. Mega Yenry. Giga Yenry, yes. Or Walla Yenry. <laughs> Too soon. That's the evil version. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The upside down of the upside down. All right. So let's jump back into it. So yeah, you guys woke up. You feel you feel strong. You feel powerful. You leveled up. Uh, So you find yourselves in the barracks of the Valkyrie, and you wake up. It's morning, and uh, you're basically just waiting for your next assignment. So um, you guys know that Grim. Is supposed to be preparing a uh, a new raven for you, um, and then also waiting to see if Sage is going to call on you. So, what would you guys like to do? You guys, want to go checking on Grim? Check out your new raven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, maybe I, we can learn a little bit about uh, how to make a raven. Yeah, maybe. It'll just be a Still. how it's made episode. On ratings. Yeah. <laughs> the feathers are plucked from the bird and put on a machine. Oh, God. 
The birds but... are discarded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So you guys uh, walk through the Valkyrie and head upstairs to see Grimm. Uh, when you get up there, you see him um, next to this giant uh, vat. And it's like uh, this giant vat, and it's filled with this orangish, reddish liquid. And he's over by, uh, like, a panel next to it, like, looking at all these dials. Hey, Grim. How you feeling this morning after that uh, sore defeat last night? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, You know what? Pretty good. I took that injection during the race, and I've just been up all night (laughs) just working on stuff. It's great. (laughs) It's like, I have so much energy. And you, like, look at his eyes and just bloodshot and wide and pupils dilated. (laughs) And he just has this just... (laughs) weird excited look on his face <laughs> he's like I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about the the raven it's such a great idea just have your face on it oh man it's so cool yeah i've been, I've been working all night on it he's like it took a it took a little work but i think it's almost ready and um in the uh like vat of orange liquid it's like the whole vat's glass so you can see the liquid inside of it you see like this black wing through the ooze like wipe the outside of the glass and return to like the center of this oozy mass he's like yep it's almost it's almost done brewing in there and he uh he looks at a few dials and he's like so let's uh i, th- I think we're ready here this this dial says we're, we're on green we're good to go and so he uh reaches over to some levers near him and he pulls a couple of them and you hear this giant whirring sound and the uh the vat starts to spin and uh as it does this there's like a porthole that opens on the left side and all the liquid just comes spewing out of the side onto like the deck of the ship and with it births this bird thing and it just flies out of the porthole and it slops onto the deck and starts flipping and flapping around and it's like not facing you and it rolls over and looks at you and it's just like Yenri's face on this like weird chariot and it's just looking in your eyes and it's flapping on the deck its wings covered in this liquid. He's like, oh, he's like, what's it? We got to wash it off. We got to get all this stuff off him. So he takes a hose and he starts spraying the bird and it's flapping. And then he goes over and he's like, come on, baby, breathe. And he goes and slaps it. And it le- lets out just like a, a cry that sounds like Yenry. It's just like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Grim, this is kind of traumatizing. I didn't think you were going to take it this literally. I mean, what you said you wanted a raven in your likeness. I, I, I gave you exactly what you wanted. He created life. It's a beautiful process. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's beautiful. He's like, look at this thing. And he, he looks at you, and then like him and the raven are both staring at Yenri. And the raven's just mouth is just kind of gaping like, a little bit, like breathing this, for air. Is this Walla Yenri? Walla <laughs> <is this> <laughs> Yenri. <laughs> so it, it just sits down, and it, it tries to like stand up. He's like, come on, buddy. You can do it. You can do it. And the the raven like stands up on these wobbly like halfling legs, and uh, it's still like kind of like a chariot like the other ones where it's like this chariot body and it has the co- same control system on top, but the front is like this mask that looks weirdly realistic like Yenry's face, it's and it good. has halfling legs. It's got little Tommy Pickles legs underneath it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I gotta say, like I've never done one where it's like a, a, a like a a humanoid before i had to go down in the middle of the night and grab some of your hair and throw it in the vat with this uh 
with this bird and you know jesus <laughs> i'm sorry this keeps like this reminds me so much of the uh chimera from i was thinking alchemist, the same thing and it's <laughs> from, creeping from me out from full metal alchemist the chimera the that are like just zombie versions of people and they're just like yeah. horrible half animal abominations <laughs> it's yeah. reminding me of uh what's the movie that just came out with natalie portman uh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It's the mirror image version. Like the bear bore. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just a, a little bit off. <laughs> oh. So wait, like, uh, is Grim going to? How long does this thing is going to be like a baby bird, Yenry? So uh, like I mean, it, it's, it's good to go. It, it, it <laughs> stood up. It's like it's like when a baby deer is born. It, it's able to get oh, up and start ready? running around oh, immediately. Okay. Yeah, I thought like, it yeah, like, like I thought it like still didn't have any feathers and <laughs> no like, no it's good it's, it's got big wings <laughs> just a gross naked winged <laughs> Yenry yeah, yeah. that's what I was picturing this whole time <laughs> just gotta wait one year and it's ready to go and he's, yeah. like, he's like oh no you have to take care of it yeah <laughs> you have to nurse it we have a nursery it. downstairs yeah <laughs> like well congratulations Yenry robots there's a startling amount of flesh on this thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No more adventuring for you. You're a father. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, I should have been more clear about how much effort this was going to take on your behalf. Uh, yeah. So um, it it gets up and it looks at Yenry and it starts like wobbling towards you and just kind of like y- making weird noises in Yenry's voices. Oh, oh, and just walking towards you. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Uh, he's like, yeah. come on, daddy. He's like, this is this is your new baby now. You gotta you gotta take care of this guy. It's like you you wanna you want take it for a spin? Oh maybe, maybe oh god, what am I doing? I'm getting ahead of myself. You should name him first. Yenry gets kind of a calmed look over his face and walks over to it with it with his hand outstretched up towards his face so it can sniff him and, and get to know his scent. Uh <laughs> and Yenry's actually you- Sniff yourself. Yenry's <laughs> kind of vain, so I imagine he's actually kind of flattered and like all about this. Uh, yeah, he walks up and, and gives, lets it sniff its hand, and gives it a little stroke down his his face on it. <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. wait, do they still need to make a connection though, like we did the first time? Because yeah. it'd be great if it rejects him. They're probably pretty connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say because it was made from Yenry's DNA, when he when he puts his hand on it, it's gonna make like an instant connection. It's like an extension of his body. Well, I it's gotta be named something after me since it has my face. But I don't know if I just want to call it Yenry Jr. because that's kind of creepy, and also he's like <laughs> three times my size. Yenry approaches it and says, "I think I'm gonna name this big beautiful bird." Wenry. Wenry? Yes. Wenry. <laughs> when you when you say that, Wenry like makes this big toothy smile and just goes, ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh god, I when, hate it. Oh, when, just, and I go shh 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 and just put my finger up to Wenry's mouth. <laughs> to, <laughs> don't don't talk. It's it's better if you don't. <laughs> and it puts its finger up to your mouth and mimics. <laughs> <laughs> they just mirror all my movements. Yeah. I'm kind of glad you... I didn't win this race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I want a grotesque orc bird. I, uh, God, the orc one would have been so weird. A puff bird would look really gross. 
Yenri walks along to the side of it uh, and tries to, to, to get up on its platform. Okay. It kneels down and allows you to get up on the in the chariot. Yenri mounts Wenry. <laughs> Yenri gets on Wenry. Did we say is is this still a single seater or is this a multi seater? Uh it's it's a single seater. Okay. Yeah. Uh Yenry rubs his hands together and hesitantly slaps the hands down on the console. Okay. So it uh you stick your hand like it kind of goes into the I seem to remember it being like a like a oozy or like soft bio steering system and your hands go into it and you instantly feel this connection with Wenry. You can you can feel his thoughts and he can he can feel yours. You're just instantly connected. I don't recall the gooey control panel from the <laughs> earlier versions. But if this one has a fleshy mass that I put my yes, hands into slam your hands into its spinal fluid. Yeah. <laughs> Are we are we interrupting something here? Yeah. <laughs> or just in like, his brain matter? Is like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 you just you just squeeze the different parts of his brain to make him turn left and right. <laughs> oh, it feels so familiar. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm in my own head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is gonna Yenry, be so many great jokes. <laughs> Yenry tries to make it trot forward and take flight. <laughs> Okay, it it gets right up to speed and it it runs down the the runway and immediately lifts up into the air and starts flying around. Great. He does a large soaring lap around and then brings it down smoothly into a, a rock star power slide on its little little Tommy Pickles knees. Yeah. Dig it a deal. Show off. What about his old bird? He just oh. tossing him aside. Yeah, Ol- Olga's retiring. I think we said that Orc could take it if he wanted it. If you want to get rid of his oh, little yeah. canary. If you, if if you, you don't want, want a canary and... anymore. It's up can to you, Orc. Can I have two? No, you can't have two. Grim yeah, can't says he, no. Can't he drag... If he just drags his little one behind the big one like an RV, dragging a, <laughs> yeah. a VW <laughs> dragging bug. Car. <laughs> uh, this is my city, Raven. <laughs> no, you, you, if you want to, you can try and pair with the other one, though. Sure. I don't care. I'll just, right. name, I'll just name the new one Fancy Fish. <laughs> it's Identity Crisis. Fanny, Fancy Fish 2.0, 3.0, actually. <laughs> you just go through Ravens. All right, yeah. I jump okay. on I jump on whatever old Olga. 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 Now Fancy Fish 3.0. Well, maybe. She's in. Uh, yeah. This is the audition. Yeah, so you, you put your hands on the dash and uh, roll an animal handling check. Uh. 17 17 all right so the uh you're you feel like this energy rush through your hands and olga stands up and starts running down the uh the runway uh roll a dexterity check to see if you can oh, all lift right. off hold on uh okay uh nine nine okay so you start running down the runway and she's she's trying to flap as hard as she can uh but she can't she can't take off and All she right. just reaches the end of the runway and turns around and comes back. And Grim says, uh, "Looks like looks like it's not going to work out with you and Olga. You'll nope. have to you'll have to stay with Fancy Fish." All right, I jump off Olga. All right, and Olga Olga returns to the hangar and, and parks herself. All right, so Grim says, "Like and uh, Henry, I want to tell you there's there's one special extra little thing that I wanted to try with this. I I just thought it would be super cool. Um, so." 
if you look in the like chassis of this, there's a um, there's a small symbol um, like kind of at the base of this chariot. Try putting it on your chest. And so there's this like little gold insignia of like a bard's loot that's like kind of embedded in the wood of the chariot. Okay, and I just take the whole thing out and stick it on my chest. Is what you're saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yenri does that. He picks it up and puts it against his chest. So uh, as you as you do that, um, you feel it kind of cling to you a little bit, and you feel yourself start to float a little bit in the air. He's like, "Oh, wonderful! It works." It's like I used a uh, a broom of flying to help create this. And uh, since it's so paired with you genetically, um, you can basically take this with you wherever you go, and you'll gain a little bit of flying ability at any time. Whoa! Are you really? kidding me? So uh, basically, it's it's more or less a broom of flying. So like it's attached to you, to mm-hmm. your chest, and when you do that, you have a flying speed equal to your walking speed. Um, the only thing that's different than a broom of flying is you have a max flying height of a hundred feet. But it's unlimited? Like, I can just... Yeah, it's unlimited. If you get hit, though, you have to make a, like, a, I forget what it is. It's like a dexterity saving throw to see if you can stay in the air. Um, but you can get knocked out of the air, basically. Oh that's God. crazy. Yeah. God, why so that shake and bake? I... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you, you fly a little bit in the air, and like I said, you have a max flying height of 100 feet, and you can fly at a walking speed of 25 feet. He can fly, he can fly, he can fly, he can fly, he can fly. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, all right, I'm going to put that out in my inventory. Uh, well, I guess I don't have it permanently. It's just whenever I want yeah. it off of the raven. But so does that and mean... When, you, when, I, when you're flying the raven, you need to return it to the raven. Basically, right, when okay. you took that out, like, the the raven, the, the life left, left its eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm just putting Wenry's soul into my heart, and that... ah. <laughs> uh, that's adorable. This is a uh, quite some technology you got here, Grim. I I'm a little oh, disturbed thanks, by the process, but I'm really thankful you put together such an amazing machine. Yeah, I mean, thanks. I'm, I'm pretty proud of her. Him, excuse me. Hey, Grim. How, how long did it take you to make that? Oh, you know, like what, how how long has it been? Ten hours. How how do I get one? I'm I'm out of resources to build another one. It's going to take a while for me to to get another. What um, what resources blank. do you need? Uh, Money? I mean, I I need to start I need to start growing another raven, and then I'll need had, some of your. You already hair. had one brewing it. Yeah, I mean, like we're replacing them all the time, but that was my last uh. one. So I I do have so I know like I gave Henry this awesome thing, and you guys are like, oh, where's my awesome thing? I have awesome things for you guys too. Let, let's let's come over here. So he waves his hand at you guys, and um, there's this uh, little... It just looks like a trash can over in the corner. <laughs> um, and it has, like, a couple dials on it as well. It's like, so uh, this is a really cool invention that I made a while back uh, once we discovered the uh, the talismans. Uh, it's, a, it's a magic miner. Basically, what it does is it, it mines the magical weave for magical items. It, you could call it stealing, but I like to call it mining. Um, so occasionally we'll collect some magic items. We originally made it to like try and find the talismans without looking for them. It's not quite that powerful. It didn't quite work out. But, uh, what you can do is just kind of reach your hand in here and, um, see what you pull out. I occasionally get some magic items out of it. 
Okay. Right. So, so Orc, if you want to go and I'll... He goes and opens the lid. He's like, just reach down in there and see what yeah, you pull out. I, I shove both hands into it. Okay. Roll a d20. Oh, no. I got right. a crit failure. Okay, so this actually... But this that doesn't is matter, to to, right? Cause it's just yeah, this a, is more just oh. to determine what you get. Okay. Um, so you reach in and you grasp this like long, cold piece of metal and you pull it out. And it's about uh, three feet long. And you pull it out of the trash can and Grim's like, oh, wonderful, let me take a look at that. So Grim takes it and he says... Oh man, this is a this is really cool. Um, this isn't a movable rod. He's like, check this out. So he he takes it in his hands and kind of lifts it above his head, and he depresses the end of the rod, and then he lets it go, and the rod just stays there in the air. And he's like, amazing, right? Check this out. And he jumps on it and just starts doing like pull ups on it, just mm. pulling up on this bar. And then he falls to the ground, and he's like, all right, now watch this. And with one hand, he just reaches up and pushes the end of the rod again, and the rod falls down to the ground. Uh, he says, basically what it is is you can press this button at any time, and the rod will stick wherever it was. And this thing can hold a lot of weight. So, I mean, you can just put it wherever you want, and it'll just stay completely in place. Wow. I like it. Thank you, Grim. Okay, so um, next he, he turns to Puff. He's like, all right, Puff, give it a whirl. Throw your hand in there and see what you get out. Okay, let's do it. I got a nine. A nine? Okay. So you reach your hand in and pull out a pair of spectacles. And they're really ornate and kind of flashy. And um, Grim says, oh, let's take a look at these. And he, he puts them in his hand. He's like, oh, these are really interesting. I don't know. If I've I've seen these before or not, let me let me put them in my analyzer. So he puts it in this little box and shuts the lid, and turns it on and waits for a second, and it goes like ding, like a microwave, and it prints out the slip. He's like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, these are eyes of charming, and uh, <laughs> basically while you're while you're wearing them, uh, they have three charges per day, and you can cast the charm person spell at will, um, three times a day on a person within 30 feet of you. They're just like really good looking glasses on you. They just oh, yeah. really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just pull yeah, down they, the they corner fancy. and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it do go on. <laughs> Sweet. So, yep, so that's what you get. I like it. So uh, Grim turns you guys like, well, so I hope I hope all of you guys enjoy what you got here. Um, maybe I'll, I'll try and find some more stuff later on for you. Uh, but in the meantime, just, you know what? Go out there, kick some ass. Uh, Grim, to make sure I understand how this thing works, so we're just literally, like, pickpocketing people through a trash can from afar? Is that what's going <laughs> uh, on? Mining. We're mining people from afar. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you understand the, the words I'm using. Yeah, but so, like, if someone had that immovable rod and was, like, about to use it to save their life, and we just, like, pulled it out of their pocket, I mean... They might just die now. Is that, is that we right? mined it from their pocket? And, you could also call it die. a loophole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fair you know enough. What? We may never know. I have no idea where it comes Grim from. Grim is not legally responsible for any harm <laughs> yeah. that may be caused. Yeah. Via mining of what magical you, objects. And what, what do you call the device? Just so I know what to call this. Uh, it's a magic miner. A magic miner. Okay. 
Yenry, it could have been a, a villain using that immovable object to imprison children, and we've saved them. It could have been. It's the uh, it's, yeah. It's the push a button and a random person dies and you get a million dollars query. Is, is it Pavlov's <laughs> yeah. box dog? It's, it's Pavlov's <laughs> box dog. It's exactly I, what it is. I feel like I stole Elton John's glasses off of his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> Just in I the mean, middle of fine. a concert and everyone's like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> You're slightly less fabulous now. <laughs> I love that Elton John could exist in our, <laughs> in our world. Elton John's now canon. Yeah. Fantasy. No, he's a very famous bard. Very famous. Along with... Uh... <laughs> Along with who? David Bowie? You just yeah. kind of trailed off there. I just got a, a Reese's cup thrown to me. Oh, no. Oh, nice. Lucky you. I- IRL. <laughs> at that point, three Reese's cups pop out of the trash can and fly out the three of you. Ooh! <laughs> Somewhere a, a child is crying. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere someone trick-or-treated. They had three Reese's dropped into their empty bag and then look in their bag and it was still empty. Yeah. <laughs> but why? <laughs> why? <laughs> All right. So uh, at that moment, you hear uh, like a ding from above you and there's like a big intercom that comes on. It says... Yenri Orkin Puff, will you please report to General Sage's quarters? Yeah, let's yes. go. Cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a two-way intercom. I didn't think you'd actually be able to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys, I assume, go to General Sage's quarters. Yeah. Uh, you open a big fancy wooden door and standing inside is General Sage. She's... Uh, looking at a giant map and uh she turns around she's like thank you thank you for coming at such short notice uh we've been analyzing the text that you collected from this uh anderson cooper character all night and we believe that we have uh enough information for you to continue on to the next part of uh collecting the next talisman uh so here's what we figured out the journal um was half written in abyssal and there was a map with a, a few interesting points on it. So it looked like the Guardians were very interested in the Zomtal Desert, and specifically a, a, a small area on this map here um, that was like a, a, a rocky outcropping in the middle of the desert. And in Abyssal, it was written next to it that it's called the Pillar of Darkness. The text here describes the Pillar of Darkness as a, as a possible portal or or landmark near where the uh the zomtal kingdom once was so what we're going to have you do is travel to the zomtal desert and try to locate this pillar sounds solid word fantastic so uh we've uh heard tell that the uh, desert is pretty dangerous and it doesn't sound like you'll be able to use your ravens to cross it it's it's what? far too hot and windy <laughs> can't use uh, your brand new raven, raven. <laughs> You'll still be using your ravens to travel to an outpost just south of the uh, <laughs> beginning of the desert. Oh, okay. Um, the city's the city is called Gala, and it's a it's a it's a tiny outpost of which uh, uh, a friend of Grim lives that can help you to uh, get outfitted to cross the desert. Mm. Okay. Wait. So your, we're getting your ravens... we're getting dressed to go to a gala. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ooh, <laughs> fancy. First a spa yeah. and now a gala. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the fanciest mission. The most pretentious adventure of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we like to treat our adventurers. <laughs> so yeah, she says your your ravens will be pre-programmed to fly to the gala outpost. Uh when you're there, look for a small man named Jarl. Jarl will be able to help you. How Yarl. small is small? <laughs> uh, I, I hear tell that he is a gnome, so he is about three and a half feet tall. I shall make him smaller. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that, that taller, doesn't seem necessary. Taller than me, so not that small, I would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tiny, tiny, insignificant man. Look no, for him. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sage says, so if you're uh, if you feel you are ready to embark, uh, please return to the hangar and we will see you off. Seems like this could have been done over the two way intercom, because uh, we were just there. But uh yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been told by HR that it's always better to talk to my employees in person. We're trying to improve the work-life balance around here. Yeah. You know. Talk mm-hmm. to them and make fun of their height. Yep. I'm just a little bitter. We're about, still working. Uh, still no, working. It's, a, it's a compliment sandwich kind yeah. of deal. <laughs> it's information, hear, insult, yeah. information. Yeah. <laughs> Equals compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> All right. So off it. with you. It sounds Back good. Back to the hangar. Come on, little okay. man. Good luck, boys. Thanks, General Th- Sage. And she turns around and continues to introspectively look at the map. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we walk back down the hall to the hangar. All right. You get up to the hangar, and Grim's sitting there, and he has your uh, ravens lined up on the runway, ready to go. He says, like, so I uh, hear you're going to visit my friend Jarl. He's like, don't let, don't let that guy swindle you. And he might say that he's a good ad- inventor, but he's nothing compared to me. Just remember that. Mm. Okay, we'll uh, we'll we'll hold you to that. We'll we use get... that to our advantage. Yeah. <laughs> but say hello to little guy for me. Normal sized guy. <laughs> All right, and he uh, he walks back off into his workshop. All right, I mount fancy fish too. All right, you guys all mount your ravens and rush down the runway and fly off into the sky past the illusionary forest and off towards the uh off to the north again yeah. north so uh um in the general like layout of this continent bellion is kind of in the center of the map to the far north are the mountains where you went to spa fjord uh to the northwest um, you're not going to be flying too far. You're going to hit the outpost, and the desert like extends to the west from there. So you guys are going to be flying for a little bit. The sun is super bright. It's it's still pretty early morning. Um, you are in the sky for two to three hours, and you, as you look below you, you see that the uh, trees are kind of giving way to a more like mountainy, dry, arid landscape. Um, and in front of you you can see like a little tiny town with some smoke rising from buildings. And it seems to be sitting on like a cracked desert landscape 
and directly to the west of this little outpost, it looks like the ground is moving a little bit. Um, so you start to descend upon this town and land a couple hundred yards outside of it. And this place looks pretty run down. Um, the sun is really bright. It's super dry. Like I said, the earth is all like cracked dirt beneath you. And the wind is just blowing sand across the landscape. The uh, little town that you see in front of you, there's only five or six buildings. A few of them look like dwellings. There's kind of an adobe hut with a really worn wooden door. And there's uh, like strings of colored flags that are kind of attached to anything that's standing off the ground that are waving in the wind. Uh, on the kind of south side of the city, which is a majority of the city, is this like giant junkyard. Um, and there's you can just see pieces of wood and metal sticking up. So it's kind of it's kind of Mad Maxy looking, where it's just all this like wood and metal and adobe just kind of like shoved into this worn out town. And uh, at the front of it, you see a little like wooden gate with a sign on top that says Gala, your connection to the desert. <laughs> well, they have good branding. Yeah, they invest yeah. in tourism a bit, I guess. Um, I bet. I bet uh, Jarl's at the junkyard. You're probably right. Yeah, I guess should we yeah. should we tie up our our ravens somewhere where they're not gonna get stolen or messed with? Or is there anywhere where we can put them nearby? That's like near a. Is it just all flatland? Is there any sort of like rock or cave? Yeah, or... I mean there's 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 some little rocks and there's like um, there's one kind of dead tree that's partially in the ground, but it looks mostly blown over. Okay. Is this how is this how we usually we tie them up? Like, and we've done it like once. Can there we just no like send them off yet. and they'll return when we need them? Or? Well, so yeah, I want to take have... my flying amulet thingy. So mine's gonna go dead. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> well, now that's really inconvenient. <laughs> and he dragged it into town. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just um, bring him with us for now and try to find Yara tr- trot, and... trot around on the ground on our. Man, this seems like a really difficult decision. <laughs> well, Yenry's got me all worried about people messing with the raven now. <laughs> I just wonder if, if there was like a like a like yeah like a you know big rock that we could just hide them behind nearby so they're just like safe out of the way. But I dig what Chris is saying, like kind of trotting in like the I don't know the bandits into town yeah. or the We're... sheriff. Sheriff's here to. <laughs> Very different feeling you'd get from those uh, Well, the I said bandits, and I was like, oh, actually, I don't want to be the evil people coming in. When I, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're here to save the day or You're something. more like Jesus trotting into I town. I guess we are more so here to <laughs> steal things. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's trot in on our birds. Okay. Then we can get all the dirty stares and... And confused yeah. stares. <laughs> confused looks. So good. you guys... You guys trot towards the town and you go through this the big gate that says your connection to the desert and walk in and like I said, everything looks looks really run down. It looks like this place is pretty pretty abject poverty. And there's just kind of junk laying everywhere. There's like I said, there's a few buildings. Um to your right, there is an adobe building with a wooden door that says the dry bones. Um and to your left is the like what looks like the entrance to the giant junkyard and then there's some other random like looks like like regular homes and dwellings scattered about okay should we go in dry bones sure 
We just uh, pull our birds up to the side of it and drop them off. Yeah, we'll loop their reins around the the railing. Yeah. I assume there yeah, are, there's like a little like area that looks like you'd like hitch up a horse. There's Perfect. something like that outside the bar. <laughs> you hitch up our horses or our birds, and then uh, ravens. Ravens. And I say, sleep now, Wenry, and pull the medallion thing out of its <laughs> chassis and put it in my bag. Oh. You just have to have a sigh. <laughs> it's shutting down. It's and shutting I, down. And I say, sleep now, Fancy Fish, and I pull his heart out of his chest. <laughs> oh, call him raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Orca, I think you've misunderstood the powers of these birds. <laughs> And I say bye, Mango. You can you can make your own choice. <laughs> You're a big bird. Great. Okay, so you guys uh, walk into the dry bones. You like push open the wooden doors and walk in. And uh, you're in like a really empty, dusty tavern. So there's a few wooden tables and chairs scattered around. And uh, sitting at the bar, there's a little bartender. Um, he's uh, a male uh, human, pretty old. He's got white hair. And he's just uh, like cleaning glass and he looks up. He's like, oh, hi there. Oh, God, it's so good to see people. It's like, I'm I'm Dale. I I would love to get you guys some food and drink. Please, please sit down. <laughs> okay. Hi, Dale. Great to meet you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so great to meet you, too. I can't tell you how often people come in here. It's never. People never come in here. It's great. It's great. <laughs> What hey, Dale, I've had two experiences with bars in this country. One, I got drugged and tied up. The second one, uh, they made me have a great ass. Which are you on this spectrum? Oh boy, I would I would love to say I'm on the great ass side, but I don't think I can promise you that. But I'm not gonna drug you either. <laughs> and he just like <laughs> Oryx's worldview is is limited. Yeah, he's like, sorry. He's like, I just, you know what? I just make great food and I make good good drink here. So I, I would I would just love to provide you with some of my hospitality. All right, sure. I'm sold. Let's. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You got a menu or a special? So we 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 have a special today. You guys are gonna love this. So we get we have our our classic desert ale, and it comes with a side of grilled worm. Oh, yeah, love it, Dale. Trust me, trust me. It's a desert delicacy. All right, try anything twice. Yeah, so it's only (laughs) it's only five silver pieces per person. It's a great deal, you guys. I think I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I have fantastic. I will be right back. Get us with it. And so he he runs behind the bar and like quickly like shuffles around and like grabs glasses way too quickly and drops one. And then he uh, like takes all three and runs it under his giant like ale barrel and turns the lever and pours ale into the three of them. Turns it off and he he runs over to you guys like here you go guys enjoy. He's like it's the best ale you've ever had. He's like I'll be right back. And he uh, he runs to the back of the uh, the building and exits through a door into the outside. Did he say he was going somewhere or what to get food? Yeah, he's making worms. He's, he's, oh, he's getting okay. the food. All right. All right. All right. Before we drink this, do you guys actually trust this? Are we cool? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, maybe one person drank it. I and pound then... the ale. <laughs> okay, perfect. It. I'm going to wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to drink mine yet. Oh, uh, I just realized I should have just called it Dale's Ale. Oh. oh. Missed opportunity. Uh, oh, man. Ale. <laughs> yeah. 
You said it's the desert ale? Yeah. It could still be Dale's desert ale. <laughs> Dale's desert, desert ale. ale. Yeah. Retcon. All right. So, uh, yeah. So you guys are you're drinking up? No. Oh, no. I am, I am waiting <laughs> to see what happens to Orc. <laughs> is, is, is Orc the guinea pig? Yeah, yes. I chugged it. And I'm very tempted. To, I watched him pour it. And I'm very tempted while he's gone to just go like put my mouth in that draft i toss my beer <laughs> over to orc because i see him eyeing it <laughs> all right like, i'm like a puppy <laughs> i look over at the draft and then i see this other one in front of me and, oh, oh, oh i'll drink this one <laughs> <laughs> i think i'll drink mine now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly i was like it's fucked up <laughs> all right so you drink it up you wait a few minutes uh you just feel buzzed you, yeah, you don't feel any other weird effects it's great I feel like alcohol things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys wait a few more minutes, and then uh, you hear the the door at the back of the bar open up, and Dale comes rushing out, and he's um like dragging this giant worm behind him, and um it's smoking, and he's just dragging it across the ground, <laughs> and he goes and he just like throws it on top of the table. He's like. Here you go. Enjoy. It's like this is our this is our special grilled worm and it's just like it almost looks like a giant like fleshy lamprey. Um it's and an it's about Alaskan like Alaskan bull worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like an Alaskan bull worm. Um but it's like 10 feet long and it's it's grilled to perfection and just like laying out on the giant table Ten that you guys feet. are sitting at. Yeah, it's right, like well, 10 feet long. you take an 8 feet and we'll <laughs> Each take a foot. <laughs> yeah, I feel very emasculated by this chunk. worm. <laughs> it's like, damn, so what are you guys waiting worm. for? Dig in. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. And he We're, just stands uh, there and watches you. What's like the... Where do you usually start on a worm? Oh, I mean, you can start everywhere, anywhere. Like Other than the head and the like tip of the tail, it's all just wonderful. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I'm glad I didn't just start at one of the ends. <laughs> <laughs> you could start anywhere except the most convenient place. The logical place to start, yeah. Did he give us silverware or anything? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. He gave us chopsticks and was like, dig in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, I'm let's gonna, eat it. I'm going to rip off a chunk of the worm and eat it. I'm going to bite it right off of the worm body. All right, so you guys, uh, you you sink your teeth into this worm meat, and it's like the it's like flame and yawn quality. It's like the most amazing meat you've Dang. ever tasted. All right, wow. Dale, Dale, I did not expect this. Oh, see, I I knew you were gonna say that. No one ever expects the the grilled worm to be this great, but man, it's just amazing. Reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, it's it's quite a deal you got here. This is a, yeah, Dale. Yeah. This is- very delicious. hospitable. This is a yeah. warm welcome. Yeah, Just... people say I should charge more for it. I don't know why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something, Dale. We're uh, we're actually coming through town because we're trying to get out to a uh, an area just past here in the desert. Um, oh yeah, what is that? It's 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 called something. Uh, it's <laughs> called the <laughs> Pillar Tower. Pillar, Pillar of Darkness. The- Pillar of Tower. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Usually, usually when we get travelers out here, they're they're trying to find the lost city of Zomtal. It's just, it's a fool's errand. I mean, it's like they say it exists. We've never seen anything about it, but uh, I mean, this if it did exist, wow, boy, oh boy, would that be amazing. The the legends say it was this enormous, prosperous city that sat at the center of the the sea desert here. And it was just like the most amazing thing you ever see, just gold everywhere and affluence. And can you imagine living there just like just decked out in gold and rich and all the desert worm you could eat? Oh, boy, that would be so amazing. But we've we've had so many adventurers come through here and try and find it. But everyone just comes back from the desert sea with just junk. What's the population of Gala, by the way? Uh, we're, we're about like 50 people. OK, more than I on expected, a good day. <laughs> Yeah, we're all just we're all just just scraping by, you know. It's just people coming into town looking to looking to check out the the sand sea out here. We're just we're we're more than happy to help them. All right, hey, Dale, do you know uh do you know a cat named Yarl? A cat? There's there, there's a little gnome across the street named Yarl. <laughs> not not up on your slang there, Dale, are you? <laughs> no, I don't see people often. <laughs> Yeah, Jarl's just across the street. You should go say hi to him. Jarl's one of my best friends. Oh, good. Great. He just <laughs> continues to stand there watching you. Awkward. <laughs> so take a, I take a couple more bites yep. of worm. Can you get a doggy bag for this uh, this yeah. worm? Yeah, body. Yeah, I don't know if you have uh, a eight foot doggy bag. <laughs> yeah, let me go get our extra large Dale, paper bag from the back. How did you how did you catch this thing? Oh, you know, sometimes they just wash up on the shore. Oh. The shore? What? what? Is there water near here? No, it's it's the sand sea next door. It, the, the whole desert's the sand sea. Oh, that, sand there's a sea there's made of sand. Yeah. But there's not. A, that doesn't mean there's a shore. I thought that was a metaphorical name. <laughs> I think we're getting down to just linguistical arguments at this point. But no, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm lashing out at you. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe this worm meat is not sitting. I don't know. I've never had <laughs> well, it before. Maybe impossible. I'm allergic. <laughs> you need some Dale ale. I guess that's yeah. also still a kind of offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> Here goes Puff's social graces again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna, good with people. I'm gonna finish up my chunk of worm, <laughs> and I'm gonna toss uh, Dale the rest of my silver that makes a full gold piece. That's how it works. Oh my right? god! That's how money works. Yeah, I think it. I forget what it is like a hundred silver pieces equals a gold piece. All right, I give him ninety-five like more silver, and I say thanks for the hospitality, and we're gonna go see Yarl. He just falls to his knees and starts like crying in happiness. Like, you can't, I can't tell you how much this means to me. This is more money than I see an entire year. And he just is like, thank you. And he goes and like hugs your leg and is crying into your pant leg. Okay, you're welcome, Dale. Uh, Do something good with it. Don't do drugs. (laughs) Yeah, he's just a meth addict. Yeah. This could buy more drugs than I use in a year. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, he runs off to his drug dealer. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. You've ruined a life today. You're an enabler, Orc. That's why I never tip. <laughs> <laughs>
because they're all drug addicts. <laughs> you think everyone who works in the service industry is a drug addict? <laughs> I was proven right today. Yeah. <laughs> Vindicated. <laughs> what, what a weird character flaw for Puff to have. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I don't tip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's weird awesome. Connection. You better keep that up for the rest of the campaign. Uh, well, thanks for picking up the tab, Orc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. I have very right. little money, so I'm glad you were able to dish it out. <laughs> I like that yeah. guy. Um, yeah, so Dale, Dale scoops up all the cash and he returns to behind the bar. Should we go find Jarl? Yeah, I guess oh, so. Yeah. And we go <laughs> to the junkyard. And I'm right. buzzed and full on worm and I just yell, Jarl! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you start walking across the street and there's like a, kind of an open air wood and metal like shanty that has a bunch of tables and there's just junk everywhere. And uh, as you yell... Um, you hear some shuffling around, and you suddenly see a head pop up from behind the table. And um, it's a little gnome with this wild red hair and glasses. And he uh, his his skin is, like, really, really tan. And he uh, pops up, and he's like, hey, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, who needed Jarl? I'm right here. I'm right here for you. Yeah, me, the one yelling Jarl. <laughs> hey, friends, Welcome. Welcome to Jarl's Outpost. How can I help y'all? Uh, we're friends of Grimm's. You know that guy? Oh, that hack? Oh, yeah. Him and I used to be buddies back in the day in the army. Boy couldn't invent his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were informed you were friends, but the more <laughs> we talked to you, two of you. It's like, uh, yeah, so... uh what what are, where are you guys out here for? You're friends of Grimm. You're you're in my place of work. What can I help you with? I have I have tons to sell. I have tons to give. What are you looking for? We're actually looking for a way across the desert, Jarl. We're uh we're trying to get sort of deep into the desert uh to a place. Have you ever heard of this? It's called the uh the pillar or or tower. One of the two, uh, pillar of darkness, maybe. Huh. That's really interesting. I've been. I've been around these parts for over 200 years. I've never heard of any pillar of darkness. Maybe it goes but, by a different uh, name. Just do you know a big pillar out in the desert anywhere? I mean, there's lots of rocks that are like spires creeping out of the sand sea there. So, I mean, there might be one. I've never heard of one called that. So how does, how does one explore the sea? Ooh, I am glad you asked. <laughs> Come with me. And he waves his hand and he starts slinking uh, over to like the side of his shack and around the edge, and as he's walking, you see that he's just like draped with these ornate ro- robes, and his like fingers are covered in gold rings, and he has like big gold ne- necklaces around his neck, and he's just kind of like metal on metal, just chinking along as he just walks around the uh, the building, and so you guys follow him, and then when you get back there, you see a bunch of uh, big wooden ships with white sails. And um, they're about 10 to 15 feet long, and they're single-sailed. And um, you don't see any, like, control panels on them or, or, like, steering mechanisms or anything. It's kind of just like a flat bed with a sail. He's like, so uh, let's take a look at these. These are my uh, my sand skimmers here. And he, he walks up to one. He's like, so uh, 
one of these babies is going to run you about a hundred gold to rent for uh, to rent for the week. It's like these are the fastest fastest ships this side of the desert. Let me tell you, you can navigate across the sand sea with the greatest of ease with these. Hmm. I don't think I have anywhere near that much gold. That's a pretty hefty price, Jarl. Uh, hey, you're paying for quality though. I mean that's true, but do you uh, barter? Do you barter? <laughs> oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a fixed price man the, there, but uh, the first you know, let's the way the best barter? way to start a barter is to say, "Do you barter? Do you barter?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Well, like, oh, foiled again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I meant oh. with things other than money. <laughs> Not just oh my friend, you're trying to you're trying to take my hard-earned cash here. You're you're breaking my balls, man. You're breaking my balls. No, I'm Yo, not trying. You know, you're trying to take our cash. We're trying to take your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna you're gonna take my shit. Oh man, come on, man. I, I run a legitimate business here. All right, you so gotta, how does, you how does one pay make... up for the quality? Yarl, come over here. Let me let me chat with you a minute. Hey, yeah, no problem, man. Look, what's up? You want to make a deal here? Well, no, I'm not trying to make a deal. I just wanted to tell you that, like, we met your friend, Grim, and he he talked pretty poorly about you, but we'd heard a pretty good, we'd, we'd heard about your reputation as an inventor. And oh, thank you, man. He, he was saying that you can't really build things, invent like him. He gave us, like, look at this cool rod, and I put my immovable rod up in the air and pushed it. I was like, look, this thing sits here. He gave me, the, he made this. He made those ravens parked out front. He gave us all those. He's really trying to show you up, and I just don't. I, well, I want to be able snake. to, right? How wanna, dare he? I want to be able to show the world that Jarl is a good inventor too. Like I've heard in my travels around the world. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to show this to you guys. I didn't know if I could trust you. But if that. Snake is making fun of me from across the world. I'm going to show you something really cool, really amazing. And he uh, brings you to uh, uh, another metal building that's kind of sitting back in the junkyard. And he opens it up, and there's this crazy, ornate-looking boat with this, um, like, instead of a like a sail attached to it, it has this kind of, like, sheer, gleaming, um, what kind of looks like a see-through glass um sail like hovering in front of the mast of this boat and it has like all these like glowing blue ornate decorations surrounding the ship he's like this is my pride and joy right here this is the fastest thing that you'll ever see on the desert it's like i'll give this to you for 80 gold if you go back to grim and tell him about this boat 80 gold you say that's H- it how much 80 gold. gold do you guys have uh, I got 30. I got 30, too. I have 14. We're a little short. <laughs> so is this the time when I should tip my glasses at him? Just well, say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tip my glasses at him. All right. And I charm so him. Okay. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw against you. What's your uh, spell save, DC? Spell save DC is 14. 14? He rolls an 18. What mm. a piece of garbage. Um, yeah, so he uh, looks at you and he's like, ah, what uh, What was that? Did you, did you just try and do something to me? No, I just looked at you. I just tipped my glasses. 
Oh, I mean, those are pretty fancy glasses. Yeah, I just do that sometimes because, you yeah. know, they look cool. You know, I, I appreciate a man that can wear, like, some fancy clothing, some fancy jewelry, and he flashes all of his rings and smiles, and you see his grill. Yeah. I, I reach into my bag and pull out a ring. I swear to God, this has been in my inventory since the beginning for all of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Renry pulls out a ring, and he says, I-, I noticed you really like all your rings and your, uh, your-, your bling there. In place, Boy, of, do I. in place of that eighty gold, or or at least to subsidize that, would you accept this? This is the ring of a duke from the south that uh, I I came into possession of in my travels. Uh, it's worth a lot. You couldn't imagine. Uh, but I don't really have any use for it, and I'm not really one for flashy clothing or jewelry. But you seem like the kind of guy who could make real use out of this. If you see, there, there's a, it has this insignia right here on it. It's for the, the Duke of Fantasia. And I hold it out <laughs> to him to take a look at it. Oh, that's too so fancy it, for Jarl. I don't know if he could pull that off. He looks at Orc as he says that, and he looks back at Yenri, and it, it looks like you've struck a chord with him. He's like, this does look like a fancy ring. Let me just uh, take a look at this. And he pulls this like one of those little eyepieces out, and he's like examining it. He's like, my God, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful ring. It's like, you have a deal, sir. This is a ring suited for royalty. I will be happy to wear it on my finger. It's really hard for me to part with it, but I'm, I'm really glad you'll accept it as payment. Oh, man, look at, look at me, the new Duke of Fantasia. Look at me. <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> look at that guy. Oh, hail the Duke, Duke of, of Fantasia. Fantasia. It does yeah, look pretty you good call, on you. Call, call, call me Duke from here on out. All right. All right. We'll do it. Duke. <laughs> well, you drive a hard bargain, sir, but but I take that deal, and we'll take that ship. I look forward to reporting to uh, to Grim how fast your ship is. Oh, man. You guys, you guys are not going to be disappointed. This thing's going to fly across the desert. All right. Well, uh, show right, us so, how this baby works. All right, so this is this is a magic ship here. So as long as you guys are standing on it, you'll kind of become one with the ship, and you'll be able to control it with your mind more or less. It's kind of a group effort. Okay, so you got you guys are all you're a crew here, so you have to work as a team. Okay, that's what we do Sounds best. Good. All right, so climb climb up on there and let's uh, let's pull it out here. So. He like uh, he waves his hand at the ship, and this little rope ladder falls down the side, and uh, is ready for you to climb on. Can we get Dale to christen this bad boy with a bottle of ale? Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Let's uh, let's uh, let's call him over here. And he turns around, and he's like, Dale, Dale, <laughs> Dale. And you you see some uh, you see some dust kick kick off in the distance, and Dale comes sprinting around the corner. He's like. Hey guys! Hey, hey! I heard you call my name. What's up? I like. What can I do? And uh, Yarl slash Duke looks at him. He's like, "Hey, Dale, best friend, buddy. Uh, can you go get your most expensive bottle of ale? And we're gonna crush it on the side of my boat here." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Dale just like he's like, "Oh man, that's such a great idea. It's like a love for a part of my my bar to be a part of this ship." He's like, "Well, it's not gonna be a part of the ship. It's just gonna wash off. But you know, it's cool." 
Um, so Dale <laughs> runs back really fast, and he runs back, and he has this giant glass bottle. He's like, "This is this is my twenty year aged ale. It's the it's the most expensive thing I have. I, I you guys are all such good friends. I just love. I would love to just just pour it out on the ground on this boat. No, no, hold on, you guys. This is a this was my idea, but this is terrible. Give me that bottle. <laughs> Go get your cheapest bottle of ale, and let me have this bottle." Okay. Well, no, wait, wait. Here's or we'll just christen it in my my belly. Okay, that that sounds great. That's that sounds like I'm so stupid. It's such a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm plus one wisdom today, yeah. or, or intelligence. I'm operating on all cylinders. Oh, it's it's showing. <laughs> Your genius is showing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he, he hands you the the bottle of ale. All right. I christen this ship. For journey, <laughs> am I supposed to name it? <laughs> yes, everyone's awaiting the big reveal. I christen this ship the God damn it, Fancy Fish Four Point Yeah, I christen this ship Fancy Fish Four. Chug. So confusing. <laughs> chug, 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 chug. So with Fancy Fish in his pocket, Orc bo- boards Fancy Fish and drives past Fancy Fish. <laughs> Can we uh, please someday, pick a different day? Someday the whole world that I look upon shall be Fancy Fish. <laughs> <laughs> I will just continue to name things in my travels. <laughs> Can't wait till I have a family one day. It one day fancy fish plus plus. The the whole world is gonna end up like Smurfs, but fancy fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all gonna turn against you one day where it's like, I was fancy fish ten. We must find fancy fish one through nine and revolt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh you guys climb on board and you can feel like the like magical energy kind of encompass you. And the uh, the like glass sail gleams in front of you, and you start pulling out of the uh, of the hangar this thing was parked in. And uh, Jarl just is like waving his hands, kind of like one of those air traffic controllers. And he guides you out of the junkyard, and you head over to the west side of the city, and you are now sitting at the edge of the sand sea. And basically, you look out, and it's like really, really fine sand, and it's lapping up against a quote-unquote shore, this kind of more cracked earth area, just like water. And you can see waves of sand rolling out in the distance, and you can see like some little rock outcroppings that are like being covered and uncovered by these undulating sand waves. So Jarl um, walks up to the side of the ship. He's like, here you go, boys. I hope you, uh, hope you know what you're looking for. Here's a here's a compass, just uh, in case you need it. Um, but uh, if anything fails, just head west, and you'll get back to us eventually. Thanks, Duke. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> it's like now, now get out of here, you little scamps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so long. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's waving, and Dale's standing there crying and waving a handkerchief at you. And we use brain power to sail off into the distance? Yeah, you just kind of think of where you're going. Think you're using it. your magical energy. You're tapping into okay. the magical weave around you. It's going to be we... like Twitch, and we're all going to think different directions. And never get anywhere. <laughs> just tear the ship mm. apart. Yeah. 
And so the one thing to know about the ship is that you're going to have a main driver and then you're going to have other people kind of operating things. Um, and it requires concentration to steer the ship, more or less. Oh, okay. From one of you. The other guys, you know, like you'll have little bouts of concentration to like move things. But to in general, to put the ship where you want it, one of you is going to be steering and using concentration. So in case that comes up in like game mechanics, that is the rule. You can't break concentration. Right. Keep it moving. Okay. Concentrate real hard on sailing away from Gala. Yes. So you guys start skimming over the surf of sand off into the distance, off into the sunset. Give me a B. B. Give me an R. R. Oh, I see what you're doing. This is going to take forever. No. Start over. Give me a B. Yep. B. 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 Give me an R. 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 Give me an E. E. Give me an e. N D A N F R A S E R. What does that spell? Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I bet he likes the brother verse. <laughs> wow, yeah, you totally trolled me. I thought we were going to spell the brother verse. I'm so <laughs> glad we spelled out Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yeah. He's better. But I bet. Being the good guy that Brennan Fraser is, he would go and like and subscribe to the Brotherverse on all the social medias. Oh, he absolutely yeah. would. Yeah, at, at the Brotherverse. Yeah, he'd follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at the Brotherverse. And he'd probably even review us on Apple Podcasts. Be like Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is a great yeah. guy. Yeah.